A few words we will hear a little later this evening from John chapter 19. And Jesus said, it is finished. With that, he bowed his head and gave up his spirit. It is finished. How many of you long for something like that? You know how it goes is there's so much to do, and the list just gets longer and longer and longer. I got a new app for my phone and my iPad the other day. Somebody recommended it. It has not only the calendar, but the to-do list. And, and I was so excited at first because I, I put all these to-do things in there, and the first day I got like, I'm all checked off, blocked off, and, and done, and I go, oh, it feels so good. But you know, that was... That was a couple months ago, and now I've got like this list of 20 items that just gets keep carrying over from day to day, and I get a few scratched off, and then I add 10 more, and it's just getting longer and longer, and I'm getting tired and more tired, and you know how that goes. Just have a way of being able to say it's finished. <laughs> when I was a little boy, my mom took a trip to go visit a family member in San Francisco. And she came back and she told me about the Golden Gate Bridge. And some of you have seen it in person. If you're not, you've seen pictures of it. It's famous. I learned that. Uh, I asked her, well, why isn't it golden if it's called the Golden Gate Bridge? I learned that's the area is the Golden Gate. And, and the, the color is actually called international orange. It's kind of a crimson orange. But, uh, but what she told me, I remember it, learning this as a kid, is she said, do you know the person in charge of painting that thing never stops. I'm like, what do you mean? She's like, as soon as they get done on one end, they start again on the other. And, and I remember her saying something like, seven years it takes to paint this thing, and then they start all over and keep painting. And I really hope they use a bigger brush than that. <laughs> but I mean, isn't that kind of like life? It's like, when does it end? I get, get done with one thing, and it's on to another, and, and maybe we, we invest in one thing, and then it falls apart because things just don't last, and then we got to do it again, and, and maybe it's just kind of keeping <coughs> the family together and relationships going, and things are falling apart. Oh, it's tough. Maybe it's at work. You just, you just can't stay ahead, and the pressures are on you. <laughs> you know, what's interesting, though, is I, I think sometimes that desire to succeed and the desire to be loved, the desire to be noticed, the desire to be important and to be special, it really drives us in life. A lot of us are very driven types of people, and the idea of anything being finished is just not a reality we recognize because there's always more we can do. There's always more effort. There's always more that could have been done, and, and it keeps us up at night. It, it drives us to get up early, it, it, it drives us to stay up late at night. We are tired people, and, and we strive, and we push, and we persevere because that's what life is all about. But the thing is, it just gets really tired. I know a lot of people, they pursue spirituality this way too. It seems so correct to think that the way to be loved by God is to not only paint bridges, but to maybe 
build a bridge. And, and maybe the thinking is, is that if, if I'm separated from God in my sin, that maybe if I try hard enough, I white-knuckle my way through life, I, I avoid as much temptation as I can, and I just try to be as good as I can and do really good things and big things for God, that maybe I can span the gap of, of brokenness between me and God. And, and maybe I can not only paint the bridge, but build a bridge that God would love me. Problem with that approach to spirituality is how do you ever know if you've done enough? How do you ever know if that bridge is big enough, long enough, spans the gap far enough for the day that we are called to heaven? And and what if we're wrong? And what if we've been striving our whole life to be as good as we can and it's not enough? should make us nervous if that's our approach because God says what is enough is holiness, perfection in our thoughts, in our words, in our deeds. And guess what? If we've blown it at any point in our life, we've made a mistake, even thought a bad thought, we've already can't span the gap. We, we can't build the bridge in our own abilities. We need a different answer tonight. And Jesus says, It is finished. So what's it referred to? He had just taken a a drink. He he had called out he was thirsty. Was it just simply a statement, it's finished, I'm I'm done taking a drink? (laughs) Context of the, the scriptures make it clear that Jesus' final words on the cross, he was yelling out, shouting out. He he didn't just say it's finished, he said, it's finished! which would imply that something bigger is going on here. It should imply that God has restored a reality and relationship with people. And the scripture said it, that the day would come where Messiah would come and it predicted sufferings and pain and it predicted death, being pierced in his hands and his feet. It would be the ultimate price for sin the ultimate price for failure, the ultimate price for our inability to strive and be good enough in and of ourselves because the building of bridges for you and me is never going to be enough. We need someone who's an expert to come in and not just paint the bridge, but truly build a bridge. Interestingly, our Savior spans that gap in his perfection, going the way of a cross, a suspension bridge of love once and for all, and it is painted crimson with his blood shed for you to span a gap that would give you a gift tonight to know you aren't alone, to know that all the striving and all the struggle and all the doubt and all the fears find an answer here tonight in a Savior who tells you and how sweet these words are. It is finished. You are loved. You are forgiven. You have been given the gift of eternity. And the gap that separated you from God has been overcome by the love of a Savior who has come near. May our hearts, may our ears, may our minds be open tonight as he tells you of how difficult and how challenging and how expensive that bridge would be to build and how willing he was to go that way. Please pray with me. Lord Jesus, 
We gather in your presence tonight on this good Friday, and you are a Savior who puts good into something that seems so opposite of good. You're a Savior who conquers death for us and faces it head on. Not to just paint a bridge, but build a bridge that would forever change our reality. And we pray that in your presence we would hear it, that we would take it in, that we would realize through the eyes of faith as you bring them about through your Holy Spirit tonight of how gifted we are as your people and how blessed we are to know that it truly is finished. The price is paid for our sin, for our rebellion, for our rejection, for all the times we failed living up to our own expectations as well as the expectations of others, as well as most importantly, that, 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 that measure of holiness that we fall so short on and yet you complete in our place. Lord, may, may you move among us tonight to not only hear it, but also to respond to it as you've loved us first and loved us best. It's in Jesus' name we praise you. Amen.